Good morning and welcome to season two, episode two of I'm Not Sold. How you doing, Joy? I am great. Great Monday morning here. How about you? Pretty good. Had a, uh, not a eventful weekend, but a busy one. What'd you, you know, do? Work. You oh. know, the work never really stops. You don't get a whole lot of time to play. Sometimes you do, but I've got a lot going on right now as far as the back inside of things to where we're, we're building up and we're moving forward. So no days off for me. Nice. I was up in Sholo. Great yeah. weekend. Lucky you. Did you get any snow up there. up there yet? No snow up there, but um, I was out shooting yesterday and it was like 48 degrees. So Where were you shooting? Soda cans or birds? Um, What was ever there to be shot at at the range. So Pistol, rifle, shotgun? Pistol. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You I have know. fun? I did have a good time. Cost of bullets are through the roof, aren't they? Uh, I didn't pay for them, so they were borrowed. It, oh. was, it was free. There you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nothing better than free. Exactly. Well, it's nice to come to the office on Monday and see it's all decor- decked out and decorated for Halloween. That's kind of cool. Yeah, no, it's definitely cool. I'm glad I didn't have to do it either. <laughs> uh, I supervised. I didn't have to do a whole lot. I think I had an adult beverage in my hand half the time, but it was mm, fun. Nice. It's amazing what tacos can do for bribery when it comes to decorating or pretty much anything. You know, tacos get the job done. And it was on a, what, National Taco Day or something like that? Exactly. Well, we had tacos twice last week, compliments of Josh. We should just do it every day. Exactly. Tacos every day. Tacos and I, Or pizza. You know, uh, we pizza. did have Nicole and she had her first listing go under contract. So I did buy pizza for everybody last week too. True story. So yeah, we, we fed the that. office three times last week. Yeah. What the heck? When they start feeding us? I don't know, but you know, let's just kind of talk about tonight too. We have a big event at the goat tonight mm-hmm. and you'll be buying us food again. Yeah, I know. See, I got to buy everybody food. Yeah. I'm I, everybody's sugar daddy around here. Yeah, exactly. What does it take to get a free beer though tonight? A free beer? Yeah. Uh, you're going to have to do some karaoke. Oh my God. You will give me two beers to not sing karaoke. Mm -mm. No, you're going to sing Journey (laughs) and you're going to earn that beer. Don't stop believing. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Well, and (laughs) yeah, I mean, that's a classic. That's a given. And then you also have to sing the outro song. What's the other one? The other, the big Journey song. Um, We can Google it. It's the one that it's like every bar plays it. Well, that's don't stop believing. You're right. I'm thinking Bon Jovi. Oh, yeah. We're not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. You can do that, but I'm definitely not going to do <laughs> All that. All right. We'll up the ante. We'll get you some tequila. Okay. Oh, my God. That's horrible. <laughs> okay. Then I'll probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You anyway, it, no, we should have a good night at the GOAT tonight. We've got a lot of people um, invited, um, obviously agents from the office. We've got other um, affiliates out there in the business. We've got some insurance agents coming, home inspector coming potentially. He's tied up this evening. Okay. I invited him. Um, basically anybody that's wanting free food and drinks because I guess that's apparently what's going to happen. Well, and you did open it up to the public. Yeah. And so that just brings more people. That should be interesting. Yes. Um, it is on Facebook. So maybe I'll share that again. It'd be interesting to see who shows up. We should. All yeah. these agents better show up. We, true. They tend to forget things, which is one of the things I want to talk to you about today. Um, okay. We'll get into that in a minute. Okay. I want to talk about our Halloween event. So I've been kind of in the back end of the loop here about the events. Obviously, I'm a big part of it, but marketing team, yourself, and one of our agents, Nicole, who actually came up with the idea and started organizing this thing. She's she's kind of here spearheading the whole project. So do we have an update on that? Do you know what's going on? Or do you want to talk to Nate? Um, I think we're going to have to talk to Nate on that, but I know it involves puppies, which I think is great. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we can get quite a few of those puppies adopted out. So it's going to be here in the office. We're going to uh, do a fundraiser, right? Yes, definitely. Okay. So anybody listening, if you want to throw a dollar, $5, or $5,000 at us, it'll go towards puppies. So good cause. Exactly. It will not go to my Lamborghini fund. Don't worry. I didn't know you had a Lamborghini fund. I might start one. I don't want a Lamborghini, though. 
Okay. I think I want to get an Audi. Okay. Well, I want the Land Rover Defender. So can we just start a fun for that? Land too? Rover Defender? Uh, yes. I haven't seen those. Should I Google the, it? Yeah. Well, you can, but we I'll, can talk I'll about that later. later. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what does your dog think about that? What does my dog think about that? Yeah, is he going to ride in a, a Land Rover? Yes. Um, it is comical, though, when I drive my little two-door car here. Mm-hmm. She about cries the whole entire time because she doesn't say, fit she's in the seat. kind of yeah. picky. <laughs> she is. And she doesn't fit. So in between getting her groomed last week and sticking her in the car twice, she was not having any of that. So Theodore, when I got him in my truck, mm-hmm. he thinks the whole truck is his, including the driver's seat. So he's up here, passenger seat, and the whole back seat is his. There's no stopping him, so he's a happy dog. He loves to be in cars. There you go. So I'm considering bringing him to the event as well, but there's going to be a lot of puppies, and he likes to play, so I'm having second thoughts on that. I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. We need to figure out the event. So uh, anyone listening, take a look at our Facebook page and all of our social media. We're going to have some kind of flyer out there, how you can be involved, how you can come, and we might be doing a costume contest as well for little ones, maybe adults. I don't know yet. I like to... Uh, I like to participate, not me personally, but I like to get people involved in competitions so I can give out candy and, you know, I can critique people on their, their creative skills as far as costumes go. Can't wait to see your costume. Me? Yeah. Oh, I almost told you what I'm going to be, but now I'm not going to. It'll be a surprise. Okay. All right. I'd like the surprise idea better. <laughs> so Halloween event, it's going to be a good one. Or have to throw a link in the bottom here to the actual event page. I think we're going to make it, it's obviously going to be public but we want people to contribute as much as they can. Right. Uh, like I said, whether it's a dollar or just coming in and meeting the puppies. So it'll be fun. Yep, I agree. So Monday mornings, we have our agent meetings. Everyone's going to be here in about an hour. We should probably sit down and, and plan what we're going to talk to them about. I have ideas. Okay. Um, you tend to throw some inspiration at them to get them going for the week. What do you think is, what motivates agents? To be honest, I think money is probably what's going to be the mo- main motivator that they would say. Right. Um, but I think once you get a couple of transactions under your belt, um, once you have one, two, three, you know, once you start seeing what's going to be happening, what you're going to have coming in, and how you change people's lives, I think that's really going to be the main motivator for them. So with some of our newer agents, I can't wait for them to get some transactions going. And then they can see what this business truly is about. Yeah. Once you get that first deal, it's it's an addiction. It is. Um, you can't wait for the next one. And then when you have two or three going at the same time, it gets overwhelming, but you don't seem to care. No. You just want to keep no, going. No, you, you do what you need to do. So we need to find a way to get our agents motivated on that front. we got good people here. They're working hard. Definitely. Uh, some of them need to taste a little bit of the glory mm-hmm. to take themselves to the next level. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And also, um, I don't know if you saw it. I did a little, I think we put it on YouTube. We did some stuff on social media where I did a quick video. And I wanted to give people a few tips on how to be a successful real estate agent. There's not a whole lot. There's not a, a big secret to working in the field and being successful. But mm-hmm. there are a few things that drive me nuts about people. Um, is one of which being, um, how do I say this nicely? Show up on time. For sure. That is a huge one. I hate to say that, but that is one of my biggest pet peeves are people that are late. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing, you know, even coming into the office late for a meeting, you know, somewhat disrespectful, but do you go meet a client and show up 10, 15, 20 minutes late? Oh, no. no um, exactly. This you needs need to, to be, be there. as important as if showing you are, up for a client. If you're going to a showing, you have to be almost 20 minutes early because mm-hmm. you want to get yourself in. You want to familiar yourself with the, familiarize yourself with the property because we're going in blind. It's not right. your property. It's not your listing. 
And if you're trying to showcase to the best of your ability, you want to walk it. You want to figure it out. You want to start looking for flaws and say, hey, this is a good deal or this is a bad deal. Oh, exactly. And even looking at, you know, depending on if it's an HOA, what the amenities are, um, it's nice when you can tell people, you know, the restaurant's down here, here's the golf course, here's the fees, um, so many different things. You know, if it's gated community, other perks that you get within living in that community. So mm-hmm. definitely need to know those. So show up on time. Yes, please. Um, Just couple, do it. Not even please. couple more pet peeves that I have. <laughs> Um, not answering the phone. It's one thing if you're busy. It's another thing if your phone's dead, that's fine. But if I call you and then you text me 13 seconds later, what do you want? No, pick up the phone. We need to have a conversation. Exactly. So maybe we should start leaving those people a lot of voicemails. <laughs> <laughs> Just flood their, their, yeah, uh, cause voicemail everybody watches. loves to check voicemail. I'll be honest. I don't check voicemail either. If I get a phone call, I'll call them back. Yeah. And that's one thing too. Um, Nicole and I had that conversation last week about communicating with people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not an emailer. So if you want to get a hold of me, call me or text me. At times I get so sick of responding to text messages or, you know, a text comes in and you get busy doing something else and you forget to respond to it for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because I'm forgetful or I got busy. Not that I'm ignoring you, but yeah. again, asking people, you know, how do you communicate with me? How do I communicate with you? So that's something that's huge. You know, looking at even some older realtors that are still out there, mm-hmm. very much, um, you know, email. That's how you're going to get a hold of them. Or even calling people on the office phone, which yep. seems a little bit weird to me in this world of cell phones. But I can get it, though, because sometimes calling the office line, they're only there for nine to five. Right. Some people don't have the ability to turn themselves off, so they have to escape away from the phone. Mm-hmm. I understand the office line. But yeah. at the same time, it's going gonna, it's gonna to do more harm than good because... Most of our business is going to happen outside of those hours. Right. You know, our, our clients are working from nine to five. So mm-hmm. before then, that's when they're looking at homes or have questions. And then after that, that's when they actually want to execute. You know, after they're, after they take care of their hangriness and they go eat, settle, <laughs> settle themselves down. Sometimes you might get a phone call at seven thirty, eight o'clock. And or two our, o'clock in the morning with some leads. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, that happens. Settling quite often. yourself, get home from the bar, eat pizza, then call your realtor. <laughs> I found a good one. Can we go look? Yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah. And then you have to make the determination right then and there. Do I call this person back now or do I wait till Sunday? Right. I know. That's the hard part because you think if I text or message, maybe they can sleep through it. But people like me who sleep really light, uh-huh. I'm probably gonna be responding to you at you know, a crazy hour. And so. then if you, uh, if you do get a response at 2am and you were, and you, you open up to it, that just tells them, Hey, they're willing to talk. Let's mm-hmm. give them a phone call. Yeah. And you're sitting there trying to sleep and now you have to have a full blown conversation about a property they want to see that they probably don't even qualify for. They're not ready to, ready to purchase. Um, yeah. but that's another gripe I can get into. That's the, that's the client side of griping or the 4:30 AM texters because they're up for the day and you should be too. Yeah. Yeah. I've already went to the gym and ran four miles. What yeah. are you doing? Don't text me until 5.15, please. <laughs> that's my, that's my wake-up time. Exactly. 5.15. Sometimes a little early, like 5.05, but never before 5. That's right. just insanity. So, yeah, um, lots of ways to be a bad agent and lots of ways to be a good agent. You know what? I just want to talk about one that I think is really important. Sure. And that's communication, whether it's dealing with even us or your clients. Mm-hmm. You know, letting people know where you're at in the transaction, how many showings you've had, what your feedback is, you know what, maybe we've been sitting on the market for a little bit, should we do a price reduction? But always communicating with your client. I always take at least Mondays, if not more often, and just touching base with every client to let them know, okay, we've been on the market this many days, you know, things are selling in your price range, um, you know, within so many days, again, um, just giving them any information and all information, but there's nothing worse than having an agent and you don't hear from them. 
Absolutely. Depending on, or no matter what side you're on, I should say. Mm-hmm. And even when you're trying to get into a, a transaction, it's even worse. Yeah. You know, because you've got your clients that are depending on you to open up communication with them. And then you have to go back with your clients and you almost have to stop communication with them because how do you tell them, I haven't heard anything yet? Right. When in reality, the expectation is... communication's really good, but yet you're not going to hear from me for a month. Mm, yeah. That's a problem. That's a big problem. <laughs> to make sure your agent communicates with you. Absolutely. Just throwing that out there to anybody. Pick up their freaking phones. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'm not sold on the fact that it's not hard to be an agent. You just got to do those three things. Everything else comes naturally. Uh, the biggest one is being authentic. When people oh, try sure. to get out of their own realm of who they are, they're just setting themselves up for failure. So I think those are the three things I want to talk today about uh, at the meeting. Not to you know educate these agents on anything they don't already know, but it'd be nice for them to receive this information and, and fill themselves up with a little bit of lighthearted spirit and saying, hey, this is easy. We can all do this. Mm-hmm. And when you're reaching out to new people and new contacts, those are the three things you have to do. Communicate be yourself and when you commit to being somewhere show up exactly if not early be on time exactly i mean let's be honest those 20 minutes in the car once you've checked out your neighborhood are kind of relaxing you can you can relax because sometimes you're just so busy running that 20 minutes actually feels really nice to just sit Uh there and do nothing (laughs) especially now in the fall it's not 140,000 degrees outside oh the weather is turning and it is quite gorgeous this is the fun time time to go golfing (laughs) yes we're going golfing when do you want to go Thursday, you're busy. I might be going on vacation. So you're going to have to, well, you might miss me on these Monday podcasts. Mm, I'll fill in for you. Yeah, I, can of do course. The, I can do the joy voice. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Maybe you can have Nate dress up or something. You can be me. He would look really pretty in a wig, actually. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> he's shaking his head. Hey, um, he's taking his test today. How about that? That's awesome. I think he's going to no kick pressure. ass. Yeah, no, exactly. there's no pressure. The guy's a wizard. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes people that go into the test, they just think about it too much. And they struggle with using the information that's already in their head because they're overthinking it. But oh, exactly. I know Nate's going to do great. No, I actually gave him some tips that I think were helpful when it comes to taking the test. Let's hear him. Um, first of all, read the questions two to three times. I first you time. Say cheat. Cheat? How do you cheat in there? <laughs> you basically get a calculator, a pen, and an A sheet of paper. Did you hear about the controversy at. with the national chess champions? No. Mm. I won't tell you how he cheated, but it involves beads and an orifice. I don't want to know anymore. Yeah, you don't. No, you can Google I'm good. it. Anybody no, no, I don't even need to Google well. that. But, but no. You ask me how you can cheat on something like that? There's always a way. Oh, gosh. Um, Okay. Well, no, when it comes to your test, we'll just keep it clean here. We're going to switch it around. Um, no, just reading through the questions because some of them are almost trick questions. Um, again, read it the first time, just analyze it, mm-hmm. go through the second time and then look at what your answers are, but making sure you're understanding the question. If you don't know it, take it and hide it for later. I always do my math at the same time. I don't want to be bothered by you know getting my rhythm, going through all these questions oh, and then have true. to do a math problem. So, and the biggest thing, you're not in a race. When it comes to taking your test, take your time. Take all of your time. What do they give you? Is it three hours for it? For the I think test? it's four. Four hours? Yeah. Yep. You, that could be a problem, too, because if you sit there for the whole time trying to burn up that time, you're going to second guess yourself. Yeah. You're going to go back and like, oh, I think this is the answer, but now I'm going to change no, it. No, and sometimes, again, if you hide that question where you think you know, there might be something else in different questions somewhere along the way that you're going to actually find your answer from. It brings up a really good point, and you said what I wanted to say is that if you're stumped on a question where you're like, I know it's either this one or this one, put a little asterisk next to it. I don't, well, it's all digital now. But just yep. if they give again, you a piece sheet of paper for later. and you can write down question number 13, 
And you might come across question 153, where it's the same exact question where they're mm -hmm. giving you the answer, but they're testing your knowledge on how committed you were to that one. So if you ever get flux between two, mark it down exactly. because it will pop up again. They always recirculate. Sometimes you get, cause it's all, you know, they pick what is a hundred and something questions out of a thousand. Sometimes they'll pick the same second set question twice in a different way. And part number two, or the second way they ask the question, you know, the answer because they worded it better. Mm -hmm. So if Nate is listening, which I think he is, he's over there. Pretty sure the he computer. is listening. Uh, make notes on every question. Say, go through mm -hmm. the ones. And if you're confident, you know, that's the answer. Don't do anything with it. And don't second guess yourself because your first instincts are probably right. Correct. But if you have a really hard time with it, write the, write the question down. And then that way you finish the first test, which is, hey, I know all these. And you might even calculate out and say, hey, there's 100 questions here that I already know. Like, these are legit. Mm -hmm. And now you only have to worry about the other 50 or 65. You can say, well, let's let's play with these a little bit. Let's see if question 13, question 67 kind of work together. And we can deduce the answer from those, yep. too. So that's you how you cheat. Like, okay. The frustrating part, though, is when you do the math, even if you do it wrong, the wrong answer is right there. And you got it correct in the wrong way. I never, I never had a really problem with math. I do a lot of mental math. So my mistake would be uh, very simple mistakes. So yeah, you're right there. They'll give you one answer where if you carry the wrong uh, digit over, exactly. put the wrong decimal place. So, mm -hmm. but the actual math itself in real estate, which you'll never use other than 43, 560, you just got to remember that and you're good. And 3%. 3%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, well lately it's 2.25. Let's not talk about that. It's 3%. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if you can calculate those numbers, you're going to do okay. Yes, exactly. I remember certain terms when I was going through school, they were talking about like certain measurements. There was a term, I think it was called a chain. Remember that? I could be wrong on that. It, it was some weird, like a fence or something like that. It was like 14 feet. Oh yeah. When you figure out, yeah. Yeah. Like lot size. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nope. yeah. Stuff that you never really use, but you, it's in your brain. So every now and then it sparks up. You're like, oh yeah, I remember that. Don't know when I'll use it. I have a trivia question for you. Something that I learned years ago. In Arizona? No, it was actually on my national test when I took it in like oh. 2006. I like trivia. So, Wait, what do I win? Um, elevation. What do I win? Sea level. Oh. Shot of tequila after singing a karaoke song. After singing a karaoke song? Yeah. We'll see how the night goes. Okay. Hit so me. sea level, where is that measured off of? So, like, where's your base rate? Zero feet. Where's that measured off, though? It's a place. Oh, a place? I would say that's Lake Mead. No. What is it? It is New York Harbor. New York Harbor? Correct. Oh, I was thinking it was in Arizona because we're pretty low elevation. So, yep, Lake New Mead York. would probably be around zero. New York. Which harbor is it? New York Harbor. New York Harbor. Wow, interesting. Yeah, I think Arizona's average elevation is right around 1,300 or 1,400 feet. So, we're down there. Yeah, definitely are. Yeah, we're going to be full of water pretty soon here when California sinks, right? Let's not talk about water. <laughs> <laughs> but Arizona does have quite a bit of water. Just certain areas are a little bit less than others. We just need some rain. That's right. All. Well, and people need to understand how much water comes from the ground here. A mm -hmm. ton of groundwater. Yeah, those aquifers, they take some time to fill back mm -hmm. up. So uh, my uh, daily tip to everyone listening is turn your sink off when you're brushing your teeth. Okay. That's all you can really do to save water. No? Anything else? Um, no, we'll just leave the water comments alone. We can turn this into um, an earth-friendly podcast where we give advice on how to save the planet. Let's start recycling. Recycling? Yeah. I always recycle. Okay. I don't use plastic bags when I don't have to. Okay. Um, save a tree, right? Right. We probably should do a little bit better here. How can we do that? 
not put all our aluminum. Well, we do got a water machine. <laughs> we did, so which is good. So now everyone's going to have to get their own thermoses or some hydro flask. Yes. No more water bottles here. Ooh. No straws. Flasks. Maybe we need to get shoal ones. Yeah, they can all buy them themselves. Maybe there's some sort of reward. A reward? <laughs> yes. Karaoke. Perfect. But they have to sing on key and hit every note. Oh, good. I'll never get one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What else do you have on your list? My list is completed. I think we should go prep for the day. Um, I need to go sweep the office out. There was some... Uh, it just gets a little dusty over the weekend, so let's go make this place pretty. I did not do any events in here this weekend, so you can't blame it on me. There was no mimosas, no yoga, no painting. Yeah, I know. I missed out. Like, where's all these people? Well, actually, I did schedule another yoga and mimosas, so it's going to be the first Saturday of the month. November, November 3rd? November 3rd. So we're going to be doing that again at 10 o'clock in the morning here. I think I have like 13 people already signed up for that event, so it should be fun. 13 people well it was funny with the first time we did here like trying to get people out the door was tough well yeah you're giving them all these you overbought on all these muffins and well, I, I was eating too many of them nice yes um but it was a good event yeah they seem to like you i don't know i don't get it <laughs> whatever i'm very likable <laughs> i mean with a name like joy how can you not be likable right 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 okay, uh, well, we're gonna get you singing karaoke and see oh God. are you gonna invite all your girlfriends up there tonight um, I have invited several of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Right. Get them out there, get a little wild. Yeah. Well, there's one that wants to stay up till two o'clock on school nights, so she's not invited. <laughs> Is she the enabler of the group? No, she's definitely the abler of the group. The abler. Correct. Okay. So she looks for any, um, she'll any be out reason on Wednesday for my birthday night, so that scares me oh, a little bit. Birthday. Are you going to need like a week off after your birthday? No, but I think we are going to go um, paddleboarding on Wednesday for my birthday. So you're going paddle boarding and then you're doing a birthday event evening. I guess so. Drink some water. Definitely. <laughs> Take a GPS with you. Yes. Knowing you. Uh, yes. Anyway, I don't think I can get lost out there, but. Joy can find a way. It could happen. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, let's go get ready for the day and yeah. prepare for agents and prepare for tonight. Sounds great. Thanks everybody for listening. This is Shoal Holmes. I'm not sold. I'm sold. <laughs>